This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Oh, hello everyone. We are officially sliding into September. Let's go, let's go. It's happening. We're heading into fall. I swear yesterday it rained and the temperature dropped about 10 degrees for the first time all summer. And I immediately made soup and put on a sweater and was like just ready to embrace and engage fully in fall. We've had the best summer over here. And so while it's like always sad to see summer wrap up, I also, I feel ready for this next season. I feel ready for some routine. I feel that in the summer, my health and wellness routine really shifts and I fall out of routine. But that being said, I also am coming to the end of the summer feeling better than I have in a long time. So my routines just sort of switch and they ebb and flow a lot more. We spent a lot of time over on the Sunshine Coast of BC, and when I'm there, I have a specific running trail that I really love. I'm in and out of the ocean a lot, and there's something about cold, salty water that just feels so good and healing to me. We're cooking a lot of meals together as a family, which feels really nourishing and beautiful, So I don't know. I feel great now, but I also know heading into fall, I need more of that routine in place in order to ensure that I'm hitting all of my wellness pillars. Fall in BC, it's like dark and it is rainy here and things are busy between work and the kids' school and Scott's work and training for Ironman and activities. And so there are a few key wellness pillars that really allow me to support myself and my mental health and my physical well-being so that I can show up fully for myself, for my family, for my clients. And so I'm excited to get back to those routines and to switch and tinker with them a little bit so that they fit this chapter of my life. So I'm excited to share with you in this episode today what those key pillars are and how I'm going to be incorporating them into my life week to week. So before we dive into that though, I finally got to see the Barbie movie that everyone's been talking about all summer long. I may be the last person to have seen it, but I took my sister to it for her birthday and we both loved it. There was so much hype about this movie and I'd heard about America Ferreira's speech about a hundred times. So I went into it with high expectations and I have to say they met my expectations entirely. I felt personally 
and this is probably going to offend some people, that the America Ferrera speech, it was like, I've already heard it. It's already been a bit done. So that part didn't get me in the way that I know that it got some women. But that being said, everything she said in that speech is so true. She, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't want to give it all away. And essentially, she's just talking about the struggle of being a woman and how no matter what we do or how we show up or what body we present with, that it's impossible for us to meet everybody's expectations. And everything she says is 100% true. So I loved the writing. I loved the plot. The characters were great. The fashion and the integration between Barbie land and the real life, like all of it was brilliant. I would highly recommend that you go, even if it's just in order to be part of this conversation and this moment in time. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I would be curious to know what you thought about it. Send me a DM right now at Raw Beauty Talks. Slide on into my DMs. Let me know if you thought it was thumbs up, thumbs down, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. And I would love to share some of your responses in the next episode. As we head into fall, it's an amazing time to give a little extra TLC to the skin on your face. My go-to skincare, as you know, is Osea, and they have a special promo right now on two of my holy grail skincare products, the Ocean Cleanser and their Hyaluronic Sea Serum, which is the ultimate hydrate and plumping duo. I've been using this for a while now, and I am like, I truly, truly love these two products. So the Ocean Cleanser removes everything from surface impurities to excess oils. Its pH balanced formula gently exfoliates to unclog pores, but it's not going to strip your skin. Their Hyaluronic Sea Serum, which is one that all my friends use. This one, I mean, I chef's kiss to this. It's clinically proven to minimize the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, instantly increasing hydration. And I find it delivers a more lifted kind of firmer look. This one is the holy grail of all my skincare products. I put it on after the cleanser and before my moisturizer to really keep my skin soft and glowing. What I love about Osea is that they are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, seaweed-based skin and body care. They are female-founded, and I never feel like I have to choose between skincare and my values. So right now, you can get the Hydrating Duo for only $110. That's a $26 savings, plus you're going to get an additional 10% off when you use my code beauty talks 10 that's beauty talks with an s at the end 10 if you are ready to elevate your skincare you have to try this duo i absolutely love it for a limited time you can get 10% off osea with the code beauty talks 10 at oseamalibu.com head to oseamalibu.com and use code beauty talks 10 for 10% off Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. 
don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash raw beauty talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all faced, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. Okay. Now, one thing that I also have not talked about this year that everybody is talking about is Ozempic. And I haven't talked about it because I am not a medical or health professional. And I'm also not somebody who is taking Ozempic or who would be in the category of someone who would need Ozempic. So I have been sitting back and doing a lot of listening before forming an opinion. I've been listening to doctors talk about it. I've been listening to other health professionals talk about it. I've been hearing stories about wellness estheticians who are not doctors who have the ability to prescribe it. I have talked to multiple people who are taking Ozempic, some who have continued taking it and others who have stopped taking it. And so as I was sitting there watching the Barbie movie, this topic of Ozempic kept coming to mind. And it is something that I'm asked about frequently over in those old DMs, or people are sending me videos about other people's perspectives on it. So here's where I'm at on the whole Ozempic conversation. And if you're like, what is she talking about right now? Ozempic is a drug that is generally prescribed and has been used by individuals with diabetes for a long time. However, one of the side effects of it is weight loss. can change your appetite, essentially, or your desire for food. And so there have been allegations, I guess you would say, that many celebrities are taking this. And those celebrities oftentimes, I believe for the most part, are claiming that the weight loss is just occurring from exercise and a change in diet. 
So, okay, what are my thoughts on the topic? I think, and from the conversations that I'm having, we still live in a very fat phobic world where people are afraid of becoming fat. And those women who are in bigger bodies, and this is this is not inclusive of everyone, but women who are in bigger bodies tend to struggle with body image and the way that they feel and exist in this world, in those bodies. And so I have so much empathy and compassion for the individuals who decide to take Ozempic. You know, in the same way that somebody decides to do Botox if they're struggling with aging, as we touch on in the Barbie movie, we live in a world where it's like women are supposed to exist in this cookie cutter body, never age, always look young. We are rewarded financially for that. We are rewarded in many different ways for maintaining this beauty ideal. And so if you are not fitting within that beauty ideal and you are struggling with that, there are many different options available to us, whether that's clothing, makeup, treatments, surgeries, medications to support us in moving back to that place. So this isn't an issue for an individual woman to tackle. This is a much bigger societal issue that is causing many women to struggle with, and then they're looking for solutions in order to support them. Now, I have also talked to women who have gone on Ozempic and who have lost weight and felt more confident because of that and more able to go out there and move their body and socialize and do these things that we know support our overall well-being. I have spoken to individuals who have started taking it, felt very nauseous, felt like it completely impeded their ability to go out there and exist and who stopped taking it. So as with anything when it comes to health and wellness, there is no one size fits all solution. Everybody's going to react to it differently and everyone's going to have different side effects. We know this isn't an ideal long-term solution and many people have experienced serious side effects from it on the quest to lose weight. Other people I've spoken to have been happy with the results, but they do tend to carry a lot of shame about deciding to go that route. So that's not ideal in and of itself. The one thing I will say that bothers me when people take it, it, especially those who are celebrities or who have a presence in media, is when somebody says that they simply started working out and eating well, and they deny that they have taken this medication, which I understand why they deny it, because there's so much shame around it. But it leads to a false belief that just through exercise and changing the way that you eat, that every single person can obtain this specific body type. And we know that that's not true. You know, even if we all ate the exact same diet and exercised in the same way, we would all have different shaped bodies and different body types. So it's misleading. I understand why people do it. But the long and short of it is that this is a really complicated topic, as is health and wellness, weight, body image, um, and these discussions that we've been having over the last decade on the show, on the blog. 
So what I would recommend for everyone out there is to really focus on yourself and what works for you and your individual body to hold empathy and compassion for others out there because we just never know what path they're walking or what their experience in their body looks like. We don't know if people have un- have faced trauma or if they don't have the same support system that we have. So empathy and compassion always coming from the Raw Beauty crew and also a lot more listening For those of us, especially for those of us who don't need it, again, empathy and compassion. All right, let's talk about fall wellness routines and uh, what we are doing to support our mind, body, and soul, right? Wellness at the end of the day for me, it's all about being able to go out and get the most out of my life. It's all about maximizing my longevity. It's about being able to show up for my kids, being able to do all the things that I want to do in my life, being able to support Scott and being here, really being here alive in well for as long as I possibly can. I want you to remember before we dive into this that one of the paradigms of wellness for me as a coach is that our body is on our team. It wants us to heal and it wants us to thrive and it wants us to be well. It's constantly in communication with us, giving us signs and subtle hints as to what it needs. When we're tired, it's telling us that it's time to sleep. When we're tired, it may be telling us, you know, it's time to go outside and and go for a walk and get some fresh air. You've been sitting at your desk for too long. When it's hungry, when we're getting those hunger signals, it's telling us that it needs food, it needs fuel. When we have to go to the bathroom, we get that urge to pee. It's our body's way of saying it's time to release something, to let go of something. So the body is constantly communicating with us, and our job is to listen. Wherever you are in your wellness journey today, that is your starting point. And that may seem super obvious and simple, but what it comes down to is acceptance, acceptance for yourself in this moment, acceptance of the fact, this is how you feel. This is where I'm at. These are my habits up to this point. This is what has led me here. And acceptance that you are the only one who can change that. Acceptance that you can't control what happened to you five years ago or yesterday, but you can control what you do in this moment and the moment right after. I am not somebody who is incredibly regimented in regards to my wellness routines. I was for years and years. In my 20s, I had to work out for one hour every single day, if not more. I didn't eat this food, that food, or the other food. I would have the same things for breakfast, generally the same things for lunch, maybe switch it up a little bit at dinner. But there was so much rigidity and so much routine. Sometimes I think I rebel against that a little bit at this point in my life. But there's a fine balance between rigidity and total chaos, right? We want to have some pillars in place to support us while also leaving room within our health and wellness rituals for a little bit of ebb and flow. So I find myself 
you know, getting into something and having these practices in place, whether it's meditation or moving my body consistently or drinking water every morning. And I'll do it really well for a few months. And then we go away or work gets really busy for a week. And I slippity slide right out of those (laughs) routines and habits. And listen, I think we all do this for the most part. We all... We'll commit to something, do it for a while, and then we lose a little steam or a little momentum. So the first thing I want to say is if you're raising your hand and you're like, I do this too, don't stress too much about it. What I want to focus on though is how often do you get back on the horse and come back to those rituals? And how long does it take you to get there? So one thing that I notice is Once I've moved away from my rituals, and sometimes, you know, I've really needed to do that. If if there's a really busy week at work, I maybe really needed to focus on that. Or if something's happening with the kids, there are some things that are going to slide and it's okay. I'm not going to stress too much about it, but I know next week I'm going to get back into things. So what I do when I notice that I'm in a bit of a rut is first of all, we're going back to the love and compassion. It's like, okay. This is what's happening, and here's why it's happening. No big deal, but I got to get back to those pillars, or I know that I start to get anxious, I start to get overwhelmed, I'm not thinking as clearly, my communication is shorter, I'm not able to listen as acutely, you know, the wheels start to fall off the bus. So when I find myself in a bit of a rut or a bit of a detour, let's call it, I find it very helpful to listen to podcasts and surround myself with people who inspire me, who remind me what really matters to me. So I will listen to podcast guests that have been on our show. I will listen to Jay Shetty. I will listen to Jenna Kuchar's podcast. The people who who really lift me up and remind me of what I'm working towards. That external motivating factor for me is so key. And I've talked about this in other episodes that one of the biggest hacks in life is to surround yourself with the people and the voices who are living in alignment with the way that you want to as well, or who are five steps ahead of you on your journey to wellness or in your journey of building your business or motherhood who can provide you with insight and strategies and tools. You don't have to do it on your own. The second thing I do is I consider what is my next best step. So I can't control what happened in the past, and I can't control what happens two days from now, but I can control how I respond in this moment, and I can control my very next step. And that comes down to the little choices that we have to make. Am I going to sit down on the couch, or am I going to put my running shoes on, plug in a podcast, and head out for a walk? Am I going to pull out the bag of chips as I'm starting to prepare dinner, or do I want to grab some toasted pita and some hummus as a snack while I'm prepping food? So it comes down to all of these choices that we have to make, and I spoke about this a lot two episodes prior. If you really want to change your life, you've got to start becoming more mindful of the choices that you're making and navigating those a little bit differently. So the third thing I have to 
to do is I've got to just look at my schedule and block it in. This isn't sexy, but if it's not in my calendar, then it gets budged out by everything else that's going on in life. So the first thing is surrounding myself with the voices or people that inspire me and align with where I'm going. That might be signing up for a class, listening to a podcast, reading a book, looking at some quotes on a Pinterest board that I've created, whatever it is that's going to get the juices going and point me towards my North Star. The second thing is to consider what is my next best step? What choice can I make that will move me closer in alignment with the activities and the person that I want to be? And the third thing is putting it in your calendar. Block it in. You've got to have it in your calendar. If you just have a bunch of white space, it's really unlikely that it is going to happen. So let's talk about where we get started because when it comes to health and wellness, this piece can feel really overwhelming to people. Like, do I meditate? Am I moving my body? Am I doing gratitudes? Am I cutting out alcohol? If we do all of the things at once, it's often too much for our system to adapt to. And so we require a lot of motivation and focus in order to create those changes. And we can't sustain that. So a week later, it all falls to hell in a handbasket or whatever that saying is. And we find ourselves in the same patterns and routines that we were in before. So I really like asking the question, where am I going to get the most bang for my buck when it comes to wellness? And time and time again, you have heard it on this podcast as I've interviewed different experts. You've heard it from me as well. It comes back to moving your body. I really believe at this point, and this isn't, you know, from my own experience or even what I felt in my body, but from professionals like Peter Ataya or Dr. Daniel Amen stating it on the show, that movement is the most impactful thing that you can do for your mind-body system. It's going to help improve energy levels, decrease stress and anxiety. It improves sleep quality. It's going to maximize your brain health. It's helping you balance your glucose levels. It's supporting neurogenesis or the birth of new brain cells, in particular in the hippocampus, which is going to support memory and your ability to focus. So moving your body time and time again comes up as like a top key pillar when it comes to health and wellness. Exercise doesn't have to be super strenuous or involve an expensive gym membership or a ton of time. That's the biggest blocker that people have is that I've got to spend one hour at the gym working out and I don't have time. Throw that out. That is not the truth. (laughs) Moving your body can look like taking a walk, choosing to take the stairs instead of going up the elevator, putting on a really good song and dancing to it. Maybe it is going to a track and running or playing a sport or hitting the gym and lifting weights. Like the key here, and when we talk about like what is the best kind of movement for you to do, it's always going to be the one that is accessible to you and the one that you enjoy the most. 
Because of diet culture, many of us took a detour somewhere around the way. Like maybe you played sports when you were younger or you did dance or you were skating or you just loved like being outside in in the wild and climbing trees and hanging out in the neighborhood. And somewhere along the way, we started to believe that health and wellness meant going to the gym or doing this hit class or whatever it was in order to change the shape of our body. And with time, that gets boring or it becomes a trap in that we feel like we have to do it every single day or things will begin to spiral. So I really want to encourage you when we think about moving this fall to think about what would be enjoyable. What helps me feel really good after I've done it? And then what is accessible? You know, if you don't have a gym membership, you're probably not going to the gym. If it takes you half an hour to get to an exercise class, it's way less likely that you're actually going to make it there. There's too much friction between you and the activity. So what is accessible? And maybe we just start with going for a walk in the neighborhood or a jog in the neighborhood or putting on some good music and dancing in your house. Figure out what you enjoy and figure out what is accessible. For me right now, I would say that I have three days a week where I am doing an aloe workout online at home. I'm not an affiliate of them. I'm just letting you know what it is that I'm doing right now. I also love to walk every day if I can, especially if I can get out in the forest and kind of connect it to nature. There's nothing like a good walk with a podcast on that allows me to sink into the moment, release some stress. And then I also just find a ton of inspiration from it. Like my best ideas come when I'm moving my body. So movement, movement, movement. I can't say it loud enough. This is why movement is the central pillar of our September movement and self-love challenge. If you haven't heard about it, this is the challenge, a two-week challenge, 14 days, that we are starting September 10th, and it's going to September 23rd. And the challenge is about moving your body five days a week, 30 minutes each time. You can walk, you can run, you can gym, you can yoga, you can do a class, whatever your heart desires, but we are making and prioritizing movement for two weeks in September in order to kickstart us back into the routine. So this is a totally free challenge that you can join. I will make sure that the link is down below or you can DM me challenge and I will send you the link to sign up. You're going to get a daily self-love email from me. So this is just a beautiful little message with either a journal prompt or a reminder or a link to a podcast episode that I found really inspiring. You're going to get access to a walking meditation with me. So I'm going to be walking with you. We're going to walk together one morning. We will also be doing a meditation session in the evening one day. So if you are interested in joining this challenge, I would love to have you. There's no reason not to do it. There's no better time than now to commit to this. You can work this time into your schedule and you are going to see so many benefits on your stress levels, on the way that you're sleeping, and just the way that you are feeling in your body. So if you'd like to join us for the Movement and Self-Love Challenge, pop down to the link in the show notes, sign up, 
and we get started on Sunday, September 10th. I have had a couple of people say, you know, I'm not back in town until the Tuesday. Sign up, start when you can, add a couple extra days on the end of it, and I can get going. I am going to leave the challenge up and available to anybody. If you're listening to this after September 10th, you can join in. We won't be doing it live, but you can still do the challenge. And when you sign up, you get a free tracker sheet just so you can put those little check marks or stickers on it as you move move through the challenge. And that's going to help you stay accountable and get that little reward at the end of completing it. So we have a Facebook group and there are a couple of other bonus pieces to the challenge, such as drinking water. You can choose to reduce alcohol or not. Making your bed every morning. We're going to do three gratitudes a day. So that's just noticing three things that you are grateful for. So these are all parts of my wellness pillars, the wellness habits that I engage in that support me in feeling my absolute best. So let's talk about some of those other pieces of the challenge, all right? The gratitude part of the challenge. So the challenge is going to include stating or sharing three gratitudes every single day. This is a practice that has probably received a lot of hype. (laughs) You've heard of it before. It's not anything new, but it really is so profound. A leading researcher in the field of gratitude, Dr. Martin Seligman, he's a psychologist. He texted the impact of various positive psychology interventions on over 400 people. And what he found is that those who were personally delivering a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, those participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention, and the benefits were lasting for about a month. So this practice is really profound because it shifts what we're focusing on to more positive things. And what you focus on is so important because what you see and interpret out in the world impacts the way you feel in your body, right? If we look out in the world and we're like, oh, never enough, and I don't get this, and they don't like me, and that was embarrassing, that changes the way that we feel in our body, and it changes the vibration of our cells. It not only shifts what we see, but it shifts who we are. Now you've heard like attracts like, therefore, not only are you building a knack for noticing the good in your life, you're actually going to start attracting more good into your life. So with the gratitude portion of the challenge, you'll either pick a friend to share your gratitudes with, or you can post your gratitudes on the Facebook wall, or you can email them back to me, but I'm so excited to support you in really noticing all of the good that is happening in your life. We're also going to work on increasing our water intake. So having about 64 ounces of water every day, ensuring that you are hydrated. And alongside the water is the option, if you would like, to work on reducing alcohol. Reducing alcohol in my own life has had such a profound impact. And I know it's not gonna be for everyone and that's okay. But I also know that there are quite a few of you out there 
who after summer are probably feeling like you need to reel things back again. So when we reduce alcohol and increase our water intake and start moving our body, at the end of this 14 days, I cannot wait to see how you feel. I can already tell you, you will notice a shift in your energy levels, the way that you are sleeping, your anxiety levels, probably starting to see a shift in your skin and just like the overall vibe that you're carrying out in the world. So really excited for all of those. Making your bed every morning is about making a little choice, creating a little habit to keep in care for the physical space around you. And so that piece is really about just starting to build in those habits that are going to help us feel cleared of clutter around us. All right. If you're interested in joining us for the challenge, please click the link down below. As I mentioned, it is totally free. I know that some of you are wanting to join in on the Raw Beauty Reset or things like the retreat, but it just hasn't been the right timing yet. And so make sure that you get involved for this one. It's going to be a really incredible opportunity for me to get to work with as many of you as possible. We'll get you into the Facebook group. You'll see my name pop up in your email every morning. So I can't wait to get to know you more and to really start off this last quarter of the year with a bang together. Okay, let's really wrap this episode up with a bow. I wanted to talk about some of the wellness habits and routines that are most supportive for me in my life. At the very top of that list, we have movement. I also find that building in some routine around my water intake, as simple as it sounds, is huge. Practicing gratitude, it's focusing on the good that has happened in our life and giving thanks and gratitude for what is working well. And then there are many little things that I do throughout the day such as making my bed first thing in the morning or making sure that when I take my clothes off, I'm putting them in the laundry or I'm hanging them back up again. So these little actions that we take throughout the day that allow our space to remain a little less cluttered and can really support us in feeling our best as well. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I really hope that you join me in the movement and self-love challenge. We've got hundreds of people who are already signed up to participate. And I would love the opportunity to get to meet you in there as well. So remember, you can always send me a DM of challenge and I will send over the link for sign up, or you can click the link down below. I hope everyone has the most beautiful week. Hang on tight if your kiddos are going back to school or if you're transitioning back to work, sending you so much love wherever you are right now. You are always welcome in the Raw Beauty crew. All right, everyone. I'll see you next week. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, It's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week.
you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.